everybody that's all hand-horned. This is Benjamin Wednesday. This is Jerry, co driver of the Cat Monster Truck. This is David Smith with King Crunch. Hey, this is Darren Basil. Hey, this is Marshall, you're the driver of the Devastator Monster Truck. Gary Shunt, Hey, this is Barry Moose and you're listening to allmonster.com Beyond the Land. Picture or a video may be worth a thousand words, but sometimes bigger stories not always told. We are a program dedicated to telling you those stories with analysts and opinions from those that go beyond the lens. We are allmonster.com beyond the lens. Hello and welcome to this week's allmonster.com beyond the lens. This week we will be touching on three different events. First, Salinas, California. Second, Costa Rica, and third, Springfield, Missouri, for the special event show there. This weekend, I am joined by Ed Horman, near the home of Bigfoot in O'Fallon, Missouri, as well as Dustin Hart, near, near the home of Gravedigger in Nagshead, North Carolina. And guys, it was another great weekend in Monster Trucks. Monster Jam put on two great shows, first at Salinas, California, in the Salinas Sports Complex, uh, real quick results from there, racing winner Lucas Oil Crusader with Lindsey Wink behind the wheel and the freestyle winner Tom Mintz in Maximum Destruction. And it was a great weekend for Team Mintz and Team Maximum Destruction overall. Uh, I believe we're looking at a total of 11 to 12 different portions or competitions that they won this weekend, and that's got to be some kind of record for a, uh, a team. They just did a fantastic job. First and foremost, congratulations. Anytime you can do that during a weekend, uh, you have a huge accomplishment on your hands. Tom Mintz and Neil Elliott held uh, held a lot of trophies up this weekend, and that was great to see. So congratulations to that whole team out of Paxton, Illinois. They work hard, and they deserve it. Uh, second, you know, continuing the themes that we've seen from second quarter so far, uh, Lucas Oil Crusader, Lindsey Wink, has been doing well. Uh, it was recently announced that he will be attending the July uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, Paul Brown Stadium Monster Jam. So he's got a nice-looking schedule rounding out uh, for summer for him and another big racing victory at one of the bigger summer shows here in Salinas. So congratulations to Lindsay as well. And uh, also can't, can't forget Mark McDonald in El Toro Loco. He's had uh, just a tremendous time since he switched to that new chassis, had a solid Vegas, and uh, has continued that momentum into Salinas. He was on fire during freestyle in Salinas and uh, was just edged out by Tom Minson, Maximum Destruction. Guys, what are your thoughts? Yeah, you know, you bring up a great point with Mark McDonald. He's been doing phenomenal ever since he's gotten behind the wheel of that new CRD chassis. Uh, did a fantastic job in Salinas. He just seems like, uh, you know, Lindsey Wink was his kryptonite for the weekend. He ended up uh, making it to the finals, but he also was beaten twice by Wink during the weekend. So, uh, now he's got a little bit of a hill to climb over, and Wink did a fantastic job himself, you know, picking up the racing win. I noticed in his freestyle run, the first half was kind of, you know, it seemed like he was feeling everything out, and then really he started to get into it during that last minute of his freestyle run and really getting some huge air out of the Lucas Oil Crusader and did a did a pretty good job before turning it over in, in a cyclone. Um, another uh, person I want to touch base on was uh, Dan Radonia in the Patriot. Did a fantastic job in freestyle, really uh Mixing things up, one of the few guys that was really throwing in some slap wheelies into his run, did some great slap wheelies there, and uh, that's just a fantastic-looking piece as well, really. There's very few trucks in the industry, I think, look as good as a Patriot does from top to bottom, and uh, they've got a fantastic truck there, and you know, that team really seems to have their stuff together, so uh, 
you know, I always look for something, you know, good to come from the Patriot anytime we see them on an event. Definitely a great point about the whole uh, Patriot and uh, West Coast four-wheel drive operation. Uh, can't forget Mike Pappas, normally the crew chief for the Patriot and uh, Camo Thunder, uh, actually got behind the wheel this weekend, and that was good to see. Uh, if you ever meet Pappas at an event on the West Coast, you West Coast people, go up, shake his hand, you'll have a uh, an entertaining conversation. But, uh, yeah, it was great to see Rodoni do what he did out on the track at Salinas. I was really pleased to see uh, that he's shown out there. Uh, nice to see that out of Rodoni all the time. Had some bad luck uh, pre-Vegas a couple of years ago and was one of what I thought the possibilities of uh, you know the final cut for the 24 trucks to get into that field. I think we'll see Rodoni in Vegas in the near future, and uh, I also hope that. So good luck to uh, Rodoni the rest of this second quarter. And speaking of Vegas, we had one guy that uh, got a chance to finally bounce back from Vegas, and that was Chad Tingler. Uh, you know, had some tough luck there with the Spider-Man. He did well in racing, but his freestyle run got cut drastically short and uh, did a fantastic job in Salinas, really put together a great run. He looks like he's more comfortable in that new piece than ever and uh, really getting getting wild out there, crossing things up, trying to get creative there with the last half of his freestyle run and, you know, start hitting things a little bit differently. And I think Chad Tingler is growing leaps and bounds with that new truck this year. And it's really, it's great to see out of Chad. I think now he's more comfortable in that truck than he's ever been before. He's really doing a great job of living up to the Gravedigger name. Can't argue with that one now. Speaking of the Gravedigger name, Carl Van Horn took Gravedigger and a bunch of other trucks were in the lineup as well to San Jose, Costa Rica at the Saprissa Stadium. Now, the, the odds on... Uh, favorite to win this event, well, there wasn't one. And uh, we see that in the results uh, a little bit in the racing half. But in freestyle, it was all maximum destruction, as we mentioned. Uh, just a just a clean sweep for Neil Elliott. Dustin, why don't you tell us about Costa Rica? Well, it was quite the interesting weekend as the guys uh, guys and gals headed south and uh, down to Costa Rica. And uh, it was a messy weekend, you could say for sure, with rain pretty much just dousing the entire stadium for three out of the four events. That track was absolutely like a skating rink. Uh, hats off to everybody involved with that event for making that a you know work because that was some of the sloppiest conditions I think we've ever seen at a Monster Jam. Uh, just no traction at all, tr- just everybody sliding around. And, I mean, kudos to everybody for being able to perform in that type of an environment as well as you know the crew and everybody being able to keep things running. Uh, Neil Elliott did an amazing job all weekend in freestyle, really. If you can get out there and check out some of the various media outlets from Costa Rica on YouTube, there's some great footage from uh, Neil Elliott's freestyle runs down there. Uh, Just fantastic stuff, uh, really, to do what he was able to do in those conditions. And really, he seemed like he was more comfortable than anybody else in that that slop that they had out there. For whatever reason, he was able to just take – the truck pointed wherever he wanted to go and was just able to make it work and uh you know perhaps prior experience with dealing with rain muddy shows that really played into a factor there because neil was head and shoulders above the rest as far as the field came in freestyle you know carl van horn did well all things considering but he seemed like he was struggling just a little bit and getting a hang on that mud um chad fortune did well um and superman put together a couple of great freestyle runs and uh, Candice Jolly also performed very well. She made it to the final round against uh, future hubby Neil Elliott. 
Another uh, point to bring up from this weekend in Costa Rica is we saw a few uh, faces behind the wheel of some different trucks. Um, one interesting note is Alex Blackwell driving Batman. It's his first time behind the wheel of that machine, and uh, he did a great job himself, put together a few good freestyle runs, and was pretty competitive in racing throughout the whole weekend. And then uh, we saw Lupe Souza return behind the wheel of El Toro Loco like he's done for the uh, last couple of years whenever the Monster Jam Tour goes south into uh, Central America. And uh, Lupe, you know, found some good success. He was able to put the truck in the final round on the last show Sunday and uh, pick up the racing win. So uh, always interesting to see whenever guys get shifted around for the international environment and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, both of those guys did well in pieces they're not familiar with. And uh, that's a great point I wanted to jump in on. The, anytime that you are in a truck that is unfamiliar to you, whether it's the rear steer switch being on a different side than you normally have it, or just things in the cockpit, uh, different seat, whatever the case may be. Uh, you know, even leading down to the uh, you know the cut of the tires or the setup of the shocks. Each driver has their own personal preference, and uh, to be able to adjust on the fly and uh, do well and excel against people that are comfortable in their setup and in their normal setup uh, is the mark of a good driver. And uh, definitely hats off to uh, Blackwell and Sosa for doing that. Now, another interesting point that I wanted to bring up, see what you guys thought of. Uh, there was, this was a pretty unique lineup. I haven't seen this particular group of trucks travel together and uh, this particular group of drivers travel together. So we saw some interesting matchups. As Dustin pointed out earlier, you know, you had the couples finals on Friday night. And, uh, you know, Toro, Toro Loco, who's normally known for freestyle, takes a racing victory. And, uh, you know, again, Neil Elliott dominating the whole field. Carl Van Horn had mentioned to me he was looking forward to this show, so possibly a bit of a letdown for him as far as uh, you know the rain and everything. He had performed in nothing but small arena shows uh, for the whole first quarter of uh, 2011 and finally gets a chance to air it out, gets to the track, and it's soaking wet, raining. So that had to put a damper, no pun intended, on some things there. So uh, definitely the rain, the weather, and a, a unique course, unique drivers, uh, on the course made for an interesting show yeah you know carl did a uh, did a good job all things considering and like you said he's been running mostly small arenas all year long you know throughout all the first quarter it was pretty much just hockey arenas for van horn so you know finally getting the chance to go out and leg it out in a stadium and everything's just been turned into a slop heap but uh you know he was very competitive it just you know neil elliott was on his game and there's pretty much no other way to put it uh you know when it came down to freestyle it was just Neil Elliott had that on lockdown and just figured that course out, figured out how to get that truck to maneuver around in the mud like that. And, uh, you know, Carl did well, but, you know, when you, it's tough to go against somebody when they're just in that mo- in that groove like that. But, uh, you know, uh, hopefully we'll get a chance to see Carl run a few more stadiums here in the near future and, you know, really get to show what he's capable of doing in that type of an environment. Carl's got a lot of great driving ability, and he's getting a chance to showcase it now with you know doing some of these international shows as well as getting some good summer dates like uh, Stafford Springs coming up in July. You know that's going to be a fantastic event with a stacked lineup, and he's getting a chance to go out there and show what he can do with that lineup. Definitely good points all around. Now we'd like to close out this weekend. Ed Horman and Chris Kalen were both at the Springfield, Missouri Special Events Four Wheel Jamboree this week. And uh, they enjoyed a lot of different racing action and a different field of trucks than maybe we're used to hearing and talking about. So I'm real interested in this, and Ed has a lot of reports and a lot of news for us from this event. Ed, take us through it. 
All right, first we got a new layout here in Springfield. It was the first time they actually did a Chicago-style course, which was uh, pretty neat to see the concrete and uh, dirt mixture uh, made for great racing. Uh, little notes here that I got. Uh, Jeff Bursey was actually piloting the chalkboard chuck machine. Also eyeing the pits, I uh, went over to the Bigfoot crew and noticed Dan Runte's Bigfoot 16 happened to have a different motor than what I am used to seeing. So I had walked over to Dan and uh, talked to them about that and found out they were using their backup motor. Had a little bit less power, uh, but their main motor will be back in very soon. It was just in the shop getting cleaned up and uh, tuned up and cleaned and everything like that. He actually had some mechanical problems in that motor uh, Saturday afternoon. Uh, during his freestyle, he went up, up up and over the van stack. He had shut his motor off. Everyone thought he got all right, but he actually shut his motor off, lost oil pressure, and got a little concerned. He pulled off and uh, didn't freestyle, but came back nights and ended up winning racing. Uh, some other notes, Chris Bergeron's bad luck continues from the World Finals. He pulled out for intro Saturday afternoon and ended up blowing the transmission. Saturday night, he ended up coming out for freestyle, almost rolled the truck, uh, had two big hits. Uh, his second big hit, he ended up going over on one tire, um, but ended up bringing it back down on all fours, pulled her in the pits, and just called her a, a day for that one. I also want to talk about Jim Kohler. He he uh, pretty much kept with his uh, freestyle from the World Finals up. He had two great freestyles Saturday afternoon and Saturday night. Um, also, during Saturday afternoon show, uh, right at the end of his freestyle, he actually punctured a hole in the oil pan, and uh, he frantically went back to the pits, uh, got that all welded up, came back Saturday night, and had a great freestyle. Uh, a few surprises that I had saw out of this was Matt Dishman and the uh, Ramunition Machine. He actually won racing Saturday afternoon, and he had a great performance. I was really surprised by him. Uh, I had, I've seen a lot of YouTube videos of him and stuff like that, but it was my first time seeing him live, and uh, he was really, really impressed me. The next person really impressed me was Dave Razier and the uh, Star Marshal machine. He had two great freestyles. His Saturday afternoon freestyle was a highlight for me, and uh, I know it's on YouTube, so I'd look for that video. It's an awesome video. Uh, the last surprising bit was Mark Hall. Uh, we all know the the Hall brothers, the horsepower they have. Well, Saturday night, it was him versus Dan Runte, and uh, Runte had him coming out of the last corner in the Chicago-style course, and uh, Mark put his foot to the floor and ended up rolling the uh, Raminator machine pretty violently, uh, came out of it unscathed and he was okay, came out for freestyle and did just fine. Uh, I want to thank everyone at family events. I want to thank Russ Ritchie and everyone else for uh, the great time and the hospitality that they gave myself and Chris Kalen. Yeah, it sounds like it was a great weekend all around there in Springfield. Uh, you mentioned Matt Dishman earlier and uh, you know I was interested to learn that Matt Dishman was able to pull off the racing win there. Not really coming as a surprise considering his lineage, but, you know, we've seen where when Matt Dishman first got behind the wheel of the truck, he was definitely a lot more tentative and, uh, you know, hadn't quite figured everything out at that point. But really, he's grown a lot in his time behind the wheel of the truck. And, uh, you know, those Raminator trucks are set up a bit differently from, you know, the rest of the guys in the industry. And so maybe a bit more of a higher learning curve in trying to, you know, figure everything out with that truck. But, you know, the Hall Brothers racing team from top to bottom has fantastic pieces. You know, all of their trucks are top-notch with the Ram uh, Motorsports backing there. And, uh, you know, it doesn't come as really a surprise that he comes and picks up the win. But, you know, it's good to see that these guys are, you know, that a young guy like Matt Dishman is able to, uh, you know, find himself with a great team and, you know, be able to get a winning combination together. 
Great points all around, guys. It was nice to see some different action this weekend. We want to extend our thanks once again to the special events people for all their hospitality on the weekend. Any supporter of All Monsters, much appreciated. Be sure to check us out. And uh, Ed will have some photos online very soon, an entire gallery from the weekend's events in Springfield. We want to thank you for listening to AllMonster.com's Beyond the Lens. We'll see you next week. And that's it for this edition of the AllMonster.com Beyond the Lens. On behalf of everyone here at the show, please tune in next time and thank you.